All right, let's do this. How are you, what the fuckers? What the fuck, buddies? What the fucking ears? What the fuck, Nicks? Oh, my God. I'm harried. I'm literally in between scenes right now. I'm shooting glow. We're shooting down the street, down to, uh, I can't give too much away. I'll tell you, we were shooting at a movie theater. That's all you're getting. That's all you're getting. Not far from here. I'm back at the, I'm back at the cat ranch. The, uh, I'm in the garage of the house at the cat ranch, but I, I came up. We're going to another location. I got to shoot a thing there. Can't tell you what it is. Can't tell I did. I can tell you that I spent the day primarily with Allison Brie shooting some stuff all day long. And now I'm going to do, go do another scene. I can't, I can't divulge, but I can tell you this. I'm sitting here in my Sam Sylvia outfit with makeup on and st- I'm still mic'd. I'm still mic'd. And I, and I ran over here in between they're, they're bringing, they're, they're, they're doing a company move up into Eagle Rock. And, uh, you know, I'm like, I gotta, I gotta get this stuff out before it gets too late on the East coast. So Brendan could get on it, not stay up till the middle of the night. So that's, what's happening. That's what's, and fortunately we've got a pretty packed show today. We've got a little shorty with Bob Saget, the comedian, you know him. And uh, I'm very excited to say that we, we've got, uh, Sam Beam on the show. Sam Beam is essentially iron and wine. He does some music that I, I really like, and I was happy that he came by. So I could get you up to speed pretty quickly, but I, I do not have a lot of time. I'm starting to sweat, and the makeup is irritating my face. Oh, but I will say this. If you're looking to get a unique gift for a WTF fan, go get them a cat mug, just like the ones I give to my guests. Brian R. Jones has a new batch of these handmade mugs with artwork by our old buddy Dima, who did our cat shirts and stickers. And you can go to brianrjones.com to get yours. They go on sale today. At 12 noon Eastern, 9 Pacific. And they always go fast. They do. They're like gone in a second. You can also still get your favorite person in your life a copy of Waiting for the Punch. Words to Live By from the WTF Podcast. It's available wherever you get books. And if you want a signed copy, you can get one at podswag.com slash punch. That's P-O-D-S-W-A-G dot com slash punch. Great for birthday gifts, for... um, Hey, I hope you feel better gifts for the Xmas and the other holidays, the uh, Hanukkah and the other gifting things. Uh, yeah, just g- generally good to give people and buy your and have one for yourself. Why don't you yeah, get yourself one, too? There you go. Is that how's that for pitching? Am I a pitch man? All right. So the new house is coming along. It has been uh, baptized by uh, I don't know which cat, but one of them decided to pee on the floor. Uh, it wasn't an, it wasn't like a territorial peeing. It was just they uh, someone missed the box and there's a puddle of uh, a fresh pee on the fresh floor in the new old house. It's an old house, but it's a new floor. And now it's gonna, a little pee is seeped into the cracks. And I know that the uh, people who lived there before uh, the woman who owned the house was a cat uh, had horrendous cat allergies. So I think this is in the, at least the last decade, the first time the cat will have uh, scented the house. So now part of the house will uh, already, uh, I've, I've slept there maybe three or four nights, and now it smells like my old house, uh, like cat pee and cat poop. Uh, it's only in one room, but give them time. I just have these weird cats. They can't just get in the box and piss and shit like regular cats. Two of them need to perch. Like Buster will actually get all fours, all four of his paws on the edge of the goddamn box. And perch there like a fucking bird and shit and pee. Uh, monkey, uh, he'll he'll sometimes you know just two two out of the box, and sometimes he'll just miss the box altogether and pee right up against the wall. Fonda, pretty good, pretty good with the box, not great at burying. 
uh, Monkey and Fonda never really got a handle on burying shit or piss. I don't know why a monkey tends to try to bury it with his paw outside the box or on the edge of the box. Fonda does it occasionally, but usually bails midway. Buster, on the other hand, looks like he's digging for fucking gold, like he's digging for for to, to get out. Like he's, he's digging, he's burrowing a tunnel, whether he's burying or getting started. Uh, there's a 90% chance that fucking litter will be all over the goddamn floor. And I know you people are going to tell me, Hey dude, get a covered uh, litter box. They don't, they don't do it. I, uh, my cats are always fucking weird. They're peculiar. They have odd picadillos. Oh, speaking of that, I should probably bring my squatty potty back from this house to the new house. Cause that's a nice thing to have right? Not an ad. I just have one. And I just realized I had it because I went into the bathroom and I'm like, wow, that hasn't moved. I think there's some secret shame tied into that piece of equipment. You know, it's not, it's weird. It implies something. It does something. It means something. And it's not the, you know, it's not a sociable thing, but I I have nothing to be ashamed of. I'm moving it. I'm going to move it. So Bob, Bob Saget, you know Bob Saget. He's got a new stand-up special, Zero to 60. It's now available on Amazon, iTunes, and other digital platforms. And he dropped by to chat a couple weeks ago. So this is me and uh, the Saget. I don't think anyone calls him that. This is me and Bob uh, talking. Bob's a sweet man. What's going on with you, man? Well, things are good. I, I, I You seem good. Are, are you high? Are you high? No. All no. Right. I'm a little tired. I've been working hard. I've been doing post on a movie that I finished. That, the one that I turned down? Uh, yeah, actually. I'm sorry. Because, well, you, know, you were overly busy. Yeah. And, uh, and it worked out really well because at first Kevin Pollack wasn't available and then he became available, so you were the spot. Uh, you, you were the first choice, weren't the first choice, were the first choice. However, it makes you feel better with your ego right now. Doesn't matter. You got Pollock to do it? Yeah, and he was great. Yeah, he's a good actor. He's a really good actor. And uh, Marion Lynn Rice Cub. Oh, yeah, she's plays, good. She's great. And Rob Corddry. Oh, yeah. He was funny as shit. Yeah. And it's called Benjamin, and it'll be out uh, in 2018. Is it, what's it about? It's about this kid, my son. I directed it and acted in it. You did? I did, and I played a troubled, messed up uh, suburbanite, kind of like if uh, the guy on the Full House show had like four dimensions, not yeah. two, uh-huh. and kind of just loses it. So it's, but it's about, it's about your son? It's about my son. We think he's on crystal meth, so. Oh, not your real son. You don't have a real son. No, I got three daughters. Oh. And they're real, they're all girls. Okay. I'm positive of You're that. You're sure? Yeah, because we took them to the right doctors. Oh, yeah. and, and they said, yes, we did DNA checks. Unfortunately, they're mine. Their Adam's apple hangs down to their knees. But not but, their balls. No, their balls are very tiny and hidden. They're, they're, it's like you can't find them. It's like yeah, uh, Carmen well, Santiago good. looking yeah, for their balls. Do people know Carmen Santiago? Is no, that I, don't, I don't even know who Carmen Santiago. Well, that's is. where in the world is Carmen Santiago? Oh, I hosted SNL once, and and they did? did they did yeah, and they did a thing. It was a really funny sketch. It's called "Where in the World Is San Diego, California?" <laughs> and people would buzz in three <laughs> contestants, and they were trying to guess. Nobody could find it. That's how stupid we were then. But we have we have doubled down. Sure, we have. Oh we, boy, have we oh, tripled down? So fucking dumb. So Benjamin. So Benjamin. Think, so it is a movie that was written by seven years. I've been attached to this movie, and it, we only had fifteen days to shoot it, and crazy low budge, and you know that world. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, uh, and running gun. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Everything and uh, Joshua Turek, who wrote it, did a great job. He held on for seven years with us. Nicholas Taberic is the producer, and he's made a bunch of movies. And uh, this was one of his faves. And I was passionate about it because it, it's a statement about how the parents are why our young people are where they're at uh, in right. a lot, in a lot of cases, and how families are even if it's just for, because of negligence. 
And it is Detachment. that. Well, you're right on what the movie's what's, about. Right, I didn't even the, have to make it. You already know what yeah. it's about. What's the kid up to? I the don't know. The kid is, right. <laughs> is he in his room? I don't, I know. don't know. But when he comes home, we're going to have an intervention. Yeah, we're going to talk so to him. So what happens is, uh, and it's a good wrap out on it. It's a real short uh, little byline. Uh, my girlfriend, played by Mary Lynn, posts a thing on Facebook to call an intervention. And that's not where you call an no, intervention. No, the cat's out of the bag. Yeah, it's not so good. So you, you ruin the surprise party. Not good. And the kid's mom's not around, yeah. so we're trying to get her to come. Yeah. So who winds up coming is uh, Sherry O'Terry and Dave Foley, and uh, Rob Corddry is the family's- So it's uh, a hilarious intervention. It's a dark comedy, though, okay. because it is it is not hilarious. It's not wacky. It It's weird, is what it is, because we yeah. go between, I go between, and it was written that way, to go between really funny and then really serious. Yeah. And Rob Corddry is the family gynecologist who's forced into leading the intervention because he's a medical person. So when's the movie's coming out in 2018. Yeah, so I would say any time, you know, we're thinking around May, but it might be a little before, but you'll be seeing Benjamin posters and I'll be out doing my whore-like, uh, you know, yeah. preaching on but it. Because I really, I, I'm very, very proud of it. My character is a bit of a conundrum. He's 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 nuts. You really Do you really do some acting? I, I did, and, 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 and we'll see if people like it or not, you know? <laughs> And I've been I've been loving acting. I did a, a Broadway play that I got to do, Hand to God, not uh-huh. long ago, a couple of years ago. Yeah, and uh, that was this Tony nominated great play that you would have loved. Yeah, darkest shit. I didn't see it. Really smart. I played yeah. a Lutheran pastor trying to help a young boy who had a puppet of Satan on his hand. So he was Stephen uh, Boyer, this brilliant actor, was was fighting his own hand. Yeah, uh, and it was a devil trying to kill him, and I was trying to exercise the devil out of him. But it was a comedy written by Robert Askin. So just this real special. How thing. do you, did you? How do you exercise it? Do you can't just take the puppet off his hand? Well, it, it's I don't I don't want to buzz kill uh, spoiler alert because they are doing it around the country. But, oh, okay. But you you it's a violent play. Okay. It's a dark, violent cut play. Cut his hand off. No, I don't want to say it. I'm not. And I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say uh, you know, uh, a whole hand is yeah. gone. Okay, okay. Could just be a fragment. Could sure. be none. Could right. be a nail, a cuticle. Yeah. Could not at all. Couldn't he, he could not have cut a full-on hand. That's right. He could never have any problem. But, but you have, do you have a special on or something? I do. I do. <laughs> you, you are so nice because you slide into this shit. And it is one of the things you loathe the most. What? Well- you you like to promote people that you like. I like you. I'm I just like, sorry I like I don't, you. I'm sorry I didn't. I don't have the special. I didn't get to watch it. I'm not I wish you had. I thought you wanted me in because you saw it. You liked it. Really? No, I thought you liked me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think you saw it. I crammed did yours. It, but, I crammed yours. It's but actually, did, is it on? No, I'm saying I crammed it. I said I shoved it up my ass. Oh, that's interesting. See, that's what How I... How do you do that with a special? You just shove it up your fucking ass. See, See that's so what I do it? to comedy that you won't. You watch your... You, you just open your ass in front of the TV? Fuck yeah. Okay. And you can but, get it in, in, in CD or DVD or LP. Oh, so you oh so you you actually got it on a hard copy oh. and you shoved it in your eyes. You didn't watch it on Netflix like everybody. I didn't else? want to stream you it into my it? ass. I oh. like to stream out of my ass. No, I got it. My my woman yeah. who is uh, who is amazing. Yeah. Uh, she's not my woman. She's my equal. Uh, she's my finite. I I I, uh, I guess is the first place I'm announcing this that I am uh, I am engaged. Congratulations! Yes, I wish I could push a button and a, a Have glass some, would break or or just <laughs> Do you see yourself ever doing that? What pushing buttons? No, getting married again? Yeah. Why? Well, why? let me. Why? 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 Why, you lady? But she's she's amazing, and it just felt right. And I don't know. It just felt right. So I don't, I don't know. And I'm it's been a long time. I haven't been married uh, since 1941. Before you were born. Yeah. Just tremendous. Yeah. My DNA. Have you just, been married twice? 
I've been married once. Oh, so it's, oh, really? So just was, I've been mother... divorced 22 years with three dogs. Oh, so you just, you, you took you a long time to get over it and I went, had to go out I there. I went through and... many, you actually had me on here to plug my book, Dirty Daddy, and it talks about all the relationships I had that didn't stick. Right. Uh, and, and then, and you've gone through yeah. similar stuff. I've been through a few, but I don't have kids. Like the kids must make everything okay. They, they're amazing. Yeah. They're actually, I'm, you, you probably, I'm, I'm real fortunate. That, yeah, they're, you, the, the mother's not like, uh, is a nice lady and not some unstable. Nice lady, and nice. she wants to take care of uh, the kids as much as and I she, do. So. Right, and and she knew that like, you know, you were, you know, she probably overcompensated for, you know, you're the, the fact that you're you. And we met when we were 17, oh. so. Well, that was, oh, you locked in. Yeah, I locked in. Actually, I couldn't get out. It was yeah. like a toggle bolt because uh-huh. uh, the head of my unit is that big. It's literally like a toggle bolt. I know you do a lot of home repair because I looked around before we came back here. And it, you know how you put the hole, you go in the hole, and then bam, it just locked. opens up. But, yeah. You can't pull it out. No. So that happened, and so we were together for 14 years because of that situation. <laughs> Three kids. Right. My fiance is going to love that bit. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's not a bit. She's going to want you to open that, the toggle in hers. Oh, my God. Where's my toggle? Well, they Get have toggle. new ones now. They oh, have the ones uh, that you just screw in uh, and you just you put need the screw in. You don't have yeah. to do anything. Nobody yeah. gets hurt. No, that's great. They make them out of soft rubber like my future neck will be <laughs> when I have that done. <laughs> but, okay, so how, what's the age difference? Uh, it's, ha- uh, it's it's supposed <laughs> to be half my age plus seven. That's what I did. Uh-huh. So uh, she's, she's uh, 38. I'm 61. Are you 61? I am. You My special good. is zero to 60, which is about me being uh, zero and then turning it going to 60. Uh-huh. And how long have you been with this girlfriend? Three and, three years and change. That's really good. The change is good. Always Jews bringing up change. Yeah. Yeah, because there could always be more, right? Well, because you don't need to use a credit card if you have change at the meter. Well, how? So how long were you with this one that you engaged to? This one. That's, that just sounds... It just sounds like grabbing the pussy kind of talk. Just, it does it? It, it. it didn't used to. That's what's fucked. What do you mean? That, that's something. No, I'm, no, not, my, I'm, not, I'm not accusing you. My I'm mother would say I, that. My mother would I say that. All these how my, how right. long have you been with that one? This yeah, one. but your mother would also say, my parents said racial stuff because I lived in Norfolk, Virginia. So they would say stuff that I would go like, who the fuck are you people? And they didn't mean anything. What do you mean racial it? stuff about women you were dating? No, no, no. Like, like. In, about ni- in 1960. The blacks? Yes. In 1960, they didn't ever said that, and they looked at people as equal. Yeah. But they would slip up with words that disturbed me a great deal. And so I'm 19, in 1960, I'm, I'm on a, that sometimes came up, or the girl is coming in on Thursday. And that's that's like that's old hey mom, I, yeah, but you know it's like well, it's you, a different. You, uh, but you, you could got, say it's a different time. But the truth is, the time shouldn't have been. I was on a on a ferry boat from uh, Norfolk, Virginia, to Richmond, Virginia, and now the Chesapeake Bay Bridge Tunnel is there, and there were bathrooms for coloreds and whites, and I went into the colored bathroom because I wanted to go to the bathroom, and I didn't. I was four, and my dad said, "No, that's that's for people that aren't white." And I and I remember, I'll never forget. It's one of the earliest memories that I have that enraged me. I said, "Why does this exist? Why?" I didn't say that. I didn't know the word "exist." Yeah. Why, why is it? Why is it this way? And he kind of started to cry a little bit. It was really interesting. And then he held me and made out with me. Weird. It was so weird that he kissed me uh, over yeah, something racial. That, yeah. But we were on a ferry. But it and changes, I think he it changes thought it was, the story. It, it changes the story. It he, does, it, he didn't want you to have to deal with the you know the heaviness of how society works. And what is mankind? That's and right. where are they and going? he just figured, I'm going to kiss this kid right on the mouth. And, and, and he'll forget. Yeah. He'll forget everything but the kiss. Right. And, and he exactly. didn't do anything else. He didn't hold me like a puppet. So I got this special. Yeah. 
I talk about what I was going to say to you that I wanted to say about it. Not, yeah. not promo whole way, but you were talking about your dad and you thought he was so smart. And then you found out <laughs> he's that a he, fucking moron. Yeah, right. He's all right. Well, you my know, mom. It's an exaggeration. My mom died. My dad's taken a lot of hits. Your mom died? Two years ago. Oh, sorry. And thanks. Um, and I really started to like her. Uh, I hadn't really because she was so. A, so much of a disciplinarian and the reason i would get out on stage yeah. and go cock shit fuck uh, wasn't because i was on full house it right. was because i was told no right those are bad words right and i was like you know the seven words you can't say why can't i just say them but i didn't say them as a rim shot i said them i don't at really your use mother. i don't add her you said them at your mother <laughs> i you did were, you I were did. cock shit fucking before full house that's what i was but dice recently spoke to me on the phone he goes second we got a tour together and by the way you stole my act I said, what the fuck are you talking about? And he goes, guys I, you, you didn't curse as much, and you did it to change your image on Full House. I said, Andy, I, I didn't. It Andy. just, it happened naturally. I mean, he was, my, he was my, my comedy store friend, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> he would bring girls to his apartment and, uh, and play his I act lived, on cassette tape and then try to- uh, Fuck him. Yeah. I lived in his room in Crest Hill, the room that he had. Very lucky man you are. That little room <laughs> with its own bathroom. That's- You know that room? It's almost, yes. It's, I, I don't know it. I've been by it. I never stayed there. But it's almost Midnight Express. <laughs> Another reference. But so you guys should tour together. That's a great idea. I don't know. He'd have, I'd have to go on before him. I'd have to listen to him. I mean, oh, I, you I, also I, have his old, his audience. Yeah, I don't. I don't I'm I'm doing like um. Uh, I don't do a lot You'd of stuff. Have to listen to him. He's, <laughs> he's funnier now he's, than he's ever been. I love him. Actually. I just I just love him because he owns who he is. I do it, too. I didn't. I you know I didn't think about it much one way or the other. But when I get to know him, when I talk to him in here, and now I see him around, he's really like he, he's a thoughtful guy. He's you know he's he's a, real thoughtful. Yeah, and he's an original thinker. You know, and he's um, and he's creative, a responsible guy, good father. You know, I I don't know. Like yeah, I and I, I agree. Like to hear him talk now without the you know the, the what he used to do. You know, which is now he just you know he's an old dice. You know, he's talking about going to Staples. Yeah, yeah. I watch him, and I just like I can watch him talk about things. Well, that's the endearing part. And he was also raised by Rodney in a lot of ways. Yeah, Rodney liked him a lot. And Rodney's favorite was Jim Carrey. That was Rodney's favorite one to bring up. I'm trying to get him in here. I've actually been able to spend some time with him, and and I just love the hell out of him. Jim. Yeah, yeah. He's he's actually. It's interesting to see people that look at things from outside this stupid box that we're in. Um, and he's you know. He's he's on a journey and he's trying to figure stuff out. Yeah, yeah, but not like when you talk about meditating and everything. I mean, it's it it would be interesting for you to have him in here. Yeah, like he, really interesting. It would be. Yeah, you, so, you got you got to get him in. Here. So you were shit fuck cocking at your right. mother and your. What about your dad? My dad was really funny and just told me perverted shit my entire childhood. Yeah. So the reason I am the comedian that I was, when I say this joke came from my dad, it's either exactly verbatim or something that would have come from him. Yeah. And it was we in a restaurant, and this was on my last special, but it was my dad, and it was it's just a joke. He, uh -huh. he opened the menu and said, tonight's specials are cake and cock, and we're out of cake. And that's just a joke. <laughs> and that's just telling you all they got is cock. And I'm a kid. I'm a. I'm really young. I hadn't even uh, hit puberty. So if that's your dad, you know, yeah. you're gonna be a something's comedian. gonna happen. You're gonna be a comedian. Or and my mother would just stop say, "Stop it, Bobby. Stop it." So near the end, uh, yeah, that's where she should have called you special. Stop it, Bobby. Stop it. <laughs> she actually said to me uh, that she was gonna come back as a dove. Yeah. 
And uh, I said, please don't. And so that was like seven minutes of material of, of, of what would that be like if your mother comes back as a dove? Well, it sounds great. And I do four songs at the end. Now oh, you probably, oh wait, that's right, what I wanted back. to do. Watch this. What? But these, like I was influenced by Martin Mull. So sure. I would go see Martin Mull at the main point in Philly. Yeah. Now they were comedy songs that, and nobody did comedy songs better than him. There were a couple of other people that were, you know, pretty amazing. He's still around, right? He is. You he, talk to him? No, and I want to. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm stupid. Let's I see should. if Mitchell Walters emailed back. He's, uh, <laughs> nope. He's, he's, a, he's a painter, and he's, he's, um, he's an actor. I mean, he, he's always acting and stuff. He's just wonderful. But the song, uh, the last song that I wrote for the special is called, called uh, or I wrote for performing is, yeah. is we've got to be kind to each other and it's kind of give peace a chance but uh-huh. it's got laced with my my uh, r-rated uh whatever the fuck filth, it is to, not, your filthy I, mouth I call it that it's not even it says explicit fucking dirty fucking mouth i don't use fuck as a as a verb you know it, yeah. it's a i guess it's an adverb or what would it be if you go that's fucking crazy what what would that be in the english language I think an adjective no that's an adjective it, wouldn't it i don't know does it is it a conjunctivitis term that's fucking crazy it feels like an adjective I fucked her fucking crazy. That's a verb, and you're I double her you're double crazy. purposing it. Well, I don't even know if that's a real sentence. It's also not acceptable anymore. What? So, you well, fucked we're, her fucking crazy. Well, I was talking. What does that mean? I was talking to my lady just yeah. last night, literally. That's what you and said to her. No, I'm going to fuck you fucking crazy. <laughs> no, no. First, she said, "Don't call me crazy," <laughs> but uh, don't call me Shirley. But I. I, you can't call him crazy anymore. Well, I can't do. I can't. Well, I wouldn't want to anyway. Now that I'm 61, I just want to. You have to be more specific on what the pathology is. Well, like, the, you can't say she was crazy. You could say she had borderline personality disorder. I felt bad, but I couldn't take it anymore. Or, or, and, and that used to be like, she's fucking crazy. Or she or, barely or you, got out. It's going to get more like this. Or she had issues, but they were probably my issues. And I own my part in it. Yeah. You know, it's. it's in other words, she was fucking crazy and you barely got out? I had seven. Seven relationships in the past 20 years. Mm. Most of them were a couple years each. Every mm-hmm. time I've walked in this door, you've said, what, what's up? And, yeah. and I would say, wow, well, I got somebody. And, and, uh, then but I would, this is the real thing. Cause you, this is the real thing because I'm locking it down. And, put a uh, ring on it. Put it that's right. I'm, I'm beyonce in her. Uh-huh. But she's, she's great. She's just fucking great. So, right. And I've never had Well, that. I hope you don't get hurt. Uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I always look on the bright side of life. <laughs> Eric Idle should be singing right now. I I, uh, <laughs> I, I did a line in the special that uh, people uh, not a line, no, oh. not that kind. But I did a line which is, I I, I might it's going to get people are going to be annoyed at uh-huh. some of the things I say. It's I, legally yeah, you can only hope in Hollywood. Yeah. It's it's supposed to be half your age plus seven. But I was I was uh, I forgot the half your age. So I was just doing seven. So that's too young. <laughs> See, that's a pedophile joke. Now, when can it, you do that anymore? Can I don't do think that? so, but I did it in this special. This and new so, one? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. And I also did a thing about Bill Cosby, and it is um, it is saying a character of myself because mm. um, years ago I took lewds in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. You ever taken lewds? They were already gone by the time I was old enough to oh, appreciate you, them. You kids today? Yeah, I missed the lewds. Oh, they had yeah. mandrakes were around. I, did, I don't know I, what they were. They were postludes. I was doing Full House on the video show, so I G-rated what was left of my brain for a while. Yeah. Uh, but then roofies, I guess, took over. Yeah. No, usually those are administered. You don't take those on purpose. Right. Yeah. The point of the thing is I took them, I took 
ludes myself yeah so that i would not violate someone so that i would be unconscious <laughs> i i literally will knock myself so, out before so you don't know what happened no you, my, you, my you, butthole had a tinker toy in it though so it had to be a young person or a lego I'm not sure. Tinker Toy is the reference. Tinker Toy with like one of those pieces of yeah, the, end the square, of it. the square, the square, and you could put the a whole stick. bunch of spokes. Yeah. yeah, hell yeah. Oh, you remember a few things. Oh my god, I had a Tinker Toy up my ass, but it was a Christmas tree one. So oh. I know the time of year yeah. from that. It wasn't a car like a car? No, and you could make the car because sure and the wheels turned. Yeah, and could. and it always got cro- once it got crooked. And it you was were wood. Fucked. They were wood. Yeah, it was I had wood. A, always had wood. Yeah. So you and I will never say wood with the same meaning. No. Or head. No. But. I don't always go there. That's what's different about- This what, special? Well, uh, yeah, I'm not, I can do one lines, but it's more stories and it's more, I'm just, because I'm a grown up is what's happening. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know, unlike you with your Netflix special, you made your deal, you knew you were doing it, you knew the theater. Where did you shoot that, by Minneapolis. the way? Minneapolis. Gorgeous. I loved I, it. I love that theater. Yeah, I think what, what, we're, what we're talking about here is that, you know, Bobby, you- you're now able to go a little longer. Like when you when you were, when you listen to yourself when you when I listen to you tell an emotional story, I'm like, all right, listen to Bobby's telling an emotional story. It's touching. How long will it take for him to throw a dick in it or something yeah. up your ass? Yeah, like how long? And I think it's gotten a little longer. It's a little longer. And that that is what happens. It's growing up with yeah. with age, it takes longer to throw a dick in it. If you love it, you put a ring in it and then you throw a dick on it. Now, if you throw a dick across a room at a guy and it goes all the way across the room and it sticks to the middle of his head, yeah, he's got a, he's a unicock. Now, the reason I said that was right when you when I thought of throwing a dick, I thought of the word unicock, so I needed to fill time till I said the word unicock. You got to get there. I had to scat to it. But I didn't know the difference between my special and your special is uh, yours is good, and the other difference, <laughs> the other difference is I didn't know I was doing it. I when I, you were doing it, I did not know I was doing did it you go at all. Doctor, I had what said are you about? No, you're not going to believe this, and you maybe would have said no. Yeah. But I got on an email on a plane on a Thursday. I was going to New York to do some television and do a couple of gigs. This is a very specific memory. This is, well, this is, uh, you know, one yeah. of the most important moments of my whole life, more yeah. important than my family. Uh-huh. Uh, and I got an email, do you want to shoot your special Tuesday? What? And I went, where? And he said, Williamsburg Hall of Music in, in Brooklyn. And I went, I love that place. And that would make it kind of a medium, small to medium-sized plates. My last one was at the Moore in Seattle. So this would be like, this would be intimate. I four could, days? I could talk to the audience. Four days. I said, okay, so you're somebody fell out. Are you shooting other ones? And he said, yeah, a couple other ones. I said, I it can't look anything like the same place. And he went, it won't, it won't. And they honored that. And I had a, the set deck. People came in and did everything to specifications. I'm on the plane literally designing the set wow. on a six-hour flight. And the set I've been rolling for three years. And I've been doing 90 minutes everywhere. So yeah. it was like I put two shows together. I never have a person in my life, a girlfriend, a, my daughters, never have them at a show. But once I did the first one, my daughters lived near there. I said, come to the second show. So I you just gave had, them like an hour notice? I just, yeah. But they, <laughs> they knew, I had told them ahead that that might happen. Because do you have uh, family members? I don't have anybody. It's no. me and the, it's all about I don't us. Care. I don't let my girlfriend come. I, don't do, I go myself. It's us and them. Yeah, I go myself. I sit it backstage. But maybe I have one comic friend or one friend around well this when you just took a piss it was you and your dick that's right and then but like who was backstage with it no no one was really there did anybody know? warm up up the thing yeah yeah uh amber amber preston she's from the midwest oh cool um 
but yeah, Lynn Shelton directed. But like, as far as like the dressing room, like the last special I did, my friend Tom Sharpling was there. My friend Sam Lipsight. Right. When I did Carnegie Hall, Nate Bargetzi, he opened for me. He hanging around, but not a big scene. No loved ones. No. No, well, because it fucks with you because your relationship that with them is uh is, is different. exactly a relationship. That's right, and you don't want that in you. No, I. Because, I you know, I, you, you don't want to be. You don't want to have the moment where you're like, "Oh, can I do this?" You know, you. <laughs> there is. This is crazy, <laughs> right? And I don't know if you get asked this, but I do. I, I'm, I'm going somewhere. I'm on a plane, yeah. or they see me somewhere. I'm coming around the backstage entrance of some theater. Yeah, and somebody says, "Are you going to be funny tonight?" Ugh. Have you ever gotten that one? Yeah. My answer is: Do you ask? your pilot if he's going to get you to no, Cleveland. I see you're already talking to that person too much. I, I, I See, that's why I need to talk to you. We need to see each other outside of this environment because you can actually help what's left of me. <laughs> Wanted to go out on a high note. Thanks for talking, buddy. I love you. Okay, there you go. Me and Bob. Me and the, me and the Bob Saget guy. The Bob Saget. As I said, his new stand-up special, Zero to Sixty, is available on Amazon, iTunes, and other digital things. You can get that, and he's always a pleasure to see. He's a lovely man. He's a he's a heavy-hearted man in some ways, I believe, old Bob. As we get older, we get a little heavy, a little, get some spilkus. You know what I mean? I think that's the correct word. Get spilkus, a little spilkus. Huh? Look it up. I rarely do the Jew, but there you go. Some spilkus. You got spilkus? <laughs> So, um, Iron and Wine, that first record, man, that first record sold me. I was mystified. I was mystified by that first record. The Creek Drank the Cradle, that record, 2002. Wow, that was a while ago, but that record killed me. I was like, who is this? What's up with this dude? Where does this sound come from? And as some of you know, Upward Over the Mountain from... uh, that album, The Creek Drank the Cradle, was the closing song of my series. And that was a big concession. You know, we were on a tight budget and, you know, we were we were of the uh, we got songs by some people that didn't have big money publishing and we weren't really allowed to buy songs that people can necessarily identify because they're too expensive. But they threw me a bone and they let me buy an Iron and Wine song for the closing credits because it was the only thing, the only song. There was nothing that was going to sound like that song. Nothing. Upward Over the Mountain. Just It just kills me, that song. I don't even know why, but I'll talk to Sam about it. I will talk to Sam about it. So if you don't know Iron and Wine, check them out. They've got a, a lot of great records and they're the last record, actually, uh, Beast Epic, uh, is out now, as is all the other ones, and it was just nominated for a Grammy. So this is me and Iron and Wine, uh, a.k.a. Sam Beam. Or this is me and Sam, and Sam Beam, a.k.a. Iron and Wine. You don't live around here. No, I live in North Carolina, um, outside of Chapel Hill. Oh, that's nice. When I was there, it was shortly after the election, so there was a sense of, like, they're closing in on us. <laughs> Coming to <laughs> you. know, like, those red, those blue cities and red states, there was some real terror there. I was scared when I went. <laughs> should try living there. I, 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 I think it's beautiful. Sure is pretty. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but you just never know when the hills are going to engulf you. You never know. You never well, you know. look like you could, you know, like, I don't know what you would do if push it's came to shove. Yeah, it's all a fit sure, in. No, you got the beard, you got yeah. everything. It's like, no, you got the wrong house. You have to infiltrate. <laughs> <laughs> Be safe. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> also have some overalls that I put on. Got sometimes. some overalls. <laughs> Hold on, let me show you the flag. Yeah. yeah. Also a piece of straw that I just shove in my mouth. It's in the, my back pocket at all times. I think the hippie you're looking for <laughs> lives down the street a piece. <laughs> so how do you? Uh, so you're a, an art guy. I noticed by walking through my house with you. Yeah. How do you like it's. You're it's, an art guy. I noticed from walking through your house. Well, I mean that's like that's pretty low level. You know, most of it's poster art. But the the photograph. I mean, not a lot of people know Joel Peter Whitkin, and you knew it. How do yeah. you know it? Because he's a totally disturbing <laughs> artist, if you've ever experienced it. Uh, no, I I used to, to him. I used to I studied photography, and so that's what I thought I was going to be in another life, photographer. Is that true? Hmm? Yeah. I, I don't mm -hmm. know why you would lie about something like that. I don't, <laughs> I don't know why I said is that true. Like, come on, you're pulling my leg. You study photography? Did yeah, you study? Did that? So you were doing? How old are you? Do you, do you say that? Forty three. Okay. Today. Yeah. Today today seriously no i still am i was yesterday too oh okay it's not your birthday no i mean not many people that you walk into their house have you a, know, a witkin have a witkin <laughs> that's for sure yeah uh, it's a or, but that's know, an easy the, one to to take you know out of yeah. the 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 witkin oeuvre yeah there's not a lot that you would want to like put no. up around your house no that was a, that was like a, a, a that was one that my folks got when he was in graduate school and i don't know somehow i got hold of it but mm. but so you studied photography like you were yeah. gonna shoot uh well i was just into art i went to an art school not really knowing where it was going i mean hmm. it was a nice well place where'd you to grow up in south carolina you did where mm -hmm, yeah not far from where i live now um we i moved around quite a bit and just sort of landed back there recently you kind of um, want to go home sometimes right if home's nice you know sometimes you do and sometimes you don't have a choice <laughs> oh really family drew you yeah, back yeah which well, has been great because um, you got kids yeah i have a bunch of kids and so it's great to to you know have access to family and stuff to but, watch um, the kids you need somewhere to dump the kids. You would think so, man, but they're... <laughs> are your folks both alive? Yeah, they are, yeah. So, yeah. So that's and good. they love seeing the kids. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's kind of hard. You know, that's a mixed blessing. Being Is close it? and... Sure, sure, because they like your kids, but <laughs> how are they with you? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. But, um, so that's been nice. Did you grow up but, in a big family over there? No, it was actually a really small family. I think that's why I wanted to have a big family of my own. How many you got? I have five five daughters. Wow, uh, five daughters. I grew up with just one sister, uh, my sister Sarah. She Are you just to... keep trying for a son, or <laughs> is that what's happening? <laughs> I think the second one I was hoping, and then after that I just sort of gave up. I'm, now I just... <laughs> Are you I done? Like to is this it? I am I am way done. <laughs> Your wife, I, I imagine, them, is done. I love them all very much. Yeah, but I but I've uh, enjoyed my time <laughs> with my male cat. Oh yeah, <laughs> we bro down. <laughs> all the the time. only one in the house. Yeah, we talk about beers and. Uh huh. So you grew up there, in, out, like in Chapel Hill or around there. I grew up in Columbia, South Carolina, which is right in the dead center of the state. It's like the capital, and also there's a university. With um, their mascot is the Gamecocks, and I remember as a child, even as a child, yeah, no, they had like baseball caps that said "Go Cox." They did, totally, oh, Un I unironically. I, have, I think I have a glass that says that. Yeah, is that what they are? Is that white mug up there? 
Like uh, the one under glass? No, no, the white <laughs> mug. That's from the president. On top of the <laughs> shelf, there's a mug in the center. Does yeah. it say? Is that the Cox? Is that them? Yeah. Uh, oh, that says. Oh, you got the Five Chinese Brothers book too. Oh no, this is the yeah. This is the North Shore Smoking Cox. I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know what. Sorry, I thought we were going <laughs> to be confused. Gonna explain something. To Not me. to be confused. Did with you the like other the Cox. Five Chinese Brothers? Was that an important book to you? Yeah, it's a great yeah, book. It's a great book. I bought a new copy. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Because I was haunted by it. Yeah, that image of the guy with a huge face that's absorbing it. the whole that's the ocean. That's the exact one. That stayed with me forever. That's why. That's what. That's why I remembered it. <laughs> the guy holding the ocean in his mouth. Yeah, yeah. I, that's There's why something. I had to go out and buy that book again. I don't even know if that book is on the level you know, <laughs> racially. <laughs> <laughs> Racial level. Yeah, I don't know, uh, um, but it, it. But I. I. It made profound impact. Me too. Because Me too. of that same thing. I had one, another one that was along similar lines was there was, you remember the superhero, the Super Friends cartoons yeah. when we were kids? Yeah. Uh, there was one with, a, with a, uh, a growing woman, like a woman who would turn into a giant. That oh, freaked yeah. me out, too. Oh, Along yeah. the same line. Something about people changing size to be bigger. About bigger or, or doing... Smaller seemed okay. Or mutating themselves. Yeah. Yeah, I had a, a, a fairly... Uh, Weird fascination with with uh, human uh, anomalies, freaks, circus so, people. Joel Peter Wickens. Uh, yeah, just <laughs> it, it, that was where it all culminated. It fulminated. Where that's where it, it found its 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 it found its portal in art. Right. Yeah, I was like, this guy gets it. <laughs> he understands me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you grew up by the college. Close, yeah. I mean, nowhere in Columbia is that far from the college. So was was your old place. man work for the school? He worked for the state government. Oh, yeah? Yeah, um, in land management, coastal management. Coastal beach, management? Beachfront management, yeah. For the government? For the state. For the state. Kakalaki. What, yeah. what, what Which was nice because we got to go to the beach a bunch. I love the beach. Yeah, the beach is it's pretty. But like, what, is that, what does that job entail? He just goes out and checks on, make sure um, people aren't... Building things on it was government property? Kind of, yeah. You know, just telling people what to do with, <laughs> with the land. <laughs> with the dirt or the sand, Clean rather. That sand up. and water. Yeah. yeah. Move that shit over. That's okay. That's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what he, he did that for his whole life? Work for uh, the government? Yeah. Yeah? I mean, you know. Yeah. People are people do lots of things they don't tell you. Oh yeah, but uh, <laughs> but, but that's what I understood he was doing. Yeah, we called him a beach doctor. The beach doctor. Yeah. And your mom, what did you do? She was a mom for a long time. And then she was a teacher. She would teach him biology, like high school biology. Luckily, I didn't. I never had to go through navigating having her as a teacher. But yeah, I've had I've talked to people that have had that yeah issue. <laughs> <laughs> you think that, you think that would have been difficult? Was she a tough, tough no, lady? She was sweet. No, she was sweet. And she you have sweet. one sister, one sister named Sarah, and, she's and she a, used to sing with me. Oh, yeah, she on the, early on, on? The stage, yeah, for a long time. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. On yeah. records? On records too. Yeah. It's Which documented. records? It's documented. Oh, yeah. It's it's, it's, it's on the record. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the record. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, she stopped about. Well, I mean, I think it was not quite 10 years ago now. Did she play anything? She played the fiddle, the violin, whatever you want to call it. Oh, yeah? Is she still in the music game? 
No, she uh, she wanted to be a mom. Yeah. It's hard to be a mom and travel all the time. She also has a lot of uh, food allergies, and you wouldn't believe like how... How hard it is to find... Well, just traveling, you never <laughs> yeah. know. It depends on what... You like, know, you're kind of at the mercy of the kitchen. You know, you have something that you're allergic to, sure. and you never know. I mean, and, and her um, allergy was to pine nuts, which at the time... Was you know now you see pine nuts and everything, but now not allergies time, are kind of yeah they're scary really crazy, so that was really stressful. And so it pine was, nuts like pesto is no good. Yeah, but it was so bad that like if someone was making some pesto in oh, the right. kitchen somewhere and she ordered French fries and yeah. they like used the same you know yeah, whatever fork. Yeah, she was in trouble. Really, yeah. like her throat was There's swell. A, totally. Yeah. Uh. There's a lot of interesting international emergency rooms out there. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you took a tour of, uh, yeah. of European emergency rooms? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Super fun. Where was the best one? <laughs> Sweden, uh, you Germany. Know the, the, yeah, the list that don't really have... It, it's not like one of those lists with like these bright, shining beacons. They all just sort of like have their own dull glow. <laughs> <laughs> the best emergency room. <laughs> right. If needed. <laughs> so when so you didn't... Uh, you played music when you were a kid? Uh, sort of, not really. I, I liked music as a kid. I yeah. always loved the radio and stuff. I didn't really play music until I was, you know, a late teenager. You never picked up a guitar? No, I just wasn't really one around until I figured out where it was in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> Your dad's old guitar? Yeah, I think he got one, you know, when... Sure. When, uh, they all music. Do. Yeah. yeah. You know. I can do that. It's a nice hobby. <laughs> yeah. It's always an old guitar that's cheap and like three music books. Yeah. Then it's, yeah, exactly. Don, Don Schlitz. Yeah, yeah. The songbook. I, I could learn it. Yeah. Totally. What kind um, of guitar was it? Was it like one of those? It was a K or? It was yellow. A yellow guitar. <laughs> the popular. I don't even know what it was. An it acoustic? Was sat beside the dusty golf, golf clubs. We finally d- brushed it off, dusted yeah. it off, and punk rock and everything was cool at the time and i love music and so it wasn't hard to find people that you know was it an electric play. guitar no the acoustic guitar playing punk rock on the acoustic hell yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> you were with that my, guy with my overalls and yeah um no you know you just make do with what you got there's acoustic yeah. songs on that record that's about as punk rock as i guess the stooges record uh, i guess that's true <laughs> it's documented your pretty face is going to hell <laughs> right that one's got some acoustic guitar even gimme danger's got acoustic yeah. guitar all over it yeah that's right yeah it's just all right you proved your point sam <laughs> <laughs> check please <laughs> <laughs> so you were but okay fine so you listen in the stooges you're, you're defending the acoustic guitar when for punk rock that's right did you see that documentary? The I did. The, that was fun. It was all right. It wasn't one of those, like the Big Star documentary I saw not long ago. Yeah, changed my whole perception of that band. Oh, I didn't see that one. Check it out. Yeah, this one was just fun. It was like looking yeah, it was it. like you know you kind of romp through it. You know, you, nothing was revealed. Right. You know, and uh, if you like Iggy, it's good. Super fun. So you like Big Star is its own rabbit hole that yeah. certain people are involved with right are you one of them i'd love that i'd love them i i remember i wasn't really aware of them and then they did those reissues in the 90s right of uh um, number one the what the star one with mm, the one in the middle 
<laughs> Big well, mostly yeah. for me, mostly number three was the one that that What's they that reissued, Sister Lovers. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> well, I didn't realize how much, how many of my favorite bands had sort of co-opted, or not co-opted, but yeah. absorbed what they, yeah, continued the conversation that they yeah, that sure. band had started. That's a nice way of putting it. Like, it's like better than nice. appropriate like nice. or stole. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> continued the conversation as it moves through time and space. Exactly, carried a conversation the, was started by Chilton and the fellas. Carried the baton. Yeah. As, as long as they sisters and what sisters and lovers, sister lovers, sister lovers, or Big Star Third. Big Star Third. What does it look like? How come I don't have it? It's round, black. It's got some grooves on it. I have uh, the first yeah, one. The first one. I like that record. As you should. And the second record, I don't know if I have, but I got an Alex Chilton record of some other stuff. Yeah. You know, that he did. One of the weirder ones? Um, yeah, all, I have a lot of those. See, I don't have big, big city, Radio City Big Star either. That one's good too. Man. I know they're good, man. And you're going to have to just. I know. I only have that one, and I have the Chilton record. There's a lot of records out there, though. You can't really be. A lot of them are in my much. house. I have a lot of records in a room in my house, and Big Star should be among them because people like you, with your affectation and your folk music, <laughs> start talking about Big Star, and I feel like an idiot for liking Aerosmith. You see what I'm What's saying? What's wrong with Aerosmith? I'm, I'm kidding. Oh, man. I love Aerosmith. That's, a, that's another conversation to have, too. Well, yeah. Well, you grew up in, you know, you grew up with Towny Rock. You grew up with Towny Rock. That's yeah. where it's at. I don't know if... I don't know if uh, that yeah that big star thing at the time was it was pretty bent. I yeah. don't know if if I was way into Aerosmith that I would have been ready for that record. Right. Yeah. I mean, I I I don't. Uh, I try to mix it up, and I have nothing against Big Star or that yeah. or those that it spawned. Yeah. But I know that it's a big world, and I've grown to like Alex Chilton more. Yeah. I just don't know why I never completely locked in for the full ride. Well, that's what I mean. There's so many records to get lost into yeah. at this point. I mean, well, in all it's points. so saturated. I I don't I actually don't listen to a whole lot of music anymore just cuz silence has become such a commodity. <laughs> is it real is it quiet where you live? It can be when everyone's at school. Yeah. <laughs> but you live in the country? Uh yeah, I mean it's a rural just kind of right outside of town. Yeah, you know, but I, you know, I hang around with music people all day who are, you know, just dedicated crate diggers. Oh, yeah? And that shit is fun. The guys you work with in the band? People I work, yeah, I mean, but that's sort of one of the handshakes you do as these sort of merchant marines that, you know, you see people along the way, you don't uh -huh. only see them, you know, every t few years and you right. say hey man it's great to see you you heard anything and then <laughs> yeah. people yeah I heard anything and is it generally older stuff that they no, find it's everything everything Om omnivorous yeah yeah because there's like so much older stuff that like because of mainstream music and what like and i was yeah. kind of off the grid as a teenager because i knew some guys all mm -hmm. it takes is one couple yeah, guys yeah. man i had an, a serious enabler one of my best friends growing up his name was alex smith and his um stepdad was oh. a grad student at usc and just you know for my little kid brain in columbia that i only had access to yeah. you know whatever was on the radio all english beat like all this stuff oh, new order like era. all this yeah. stuff rolling stones like everything that you know just but deep uh-huh stuff that like Velvet Underground oh. for the first time in my, you know, little teenager brain. Oh, shit. Um, 
I don't know who I would be without having met that person. That maybe, guy. Maybe I would have. Um, Photographer. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I would have one of Joel Peter Wickens' assistants, maybe. <laughs> Holding the head. Could you set that head over there, Sam? Move the head a little bit. <laughs> Formaldehyde replenisher. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. Isn't it weird how much that matters? It is. It's fun, like, looking back and saying, like, who who really gave your life direction more more so than other people it's it's usually a surprise as you and you look back it's not the people that you think it are and they are in the moment no it's not it's not necessarily the good teacher or whatever it's yeah. that one guy that said that one thing right or gave you this uh, you know something to hold on to right yeah 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 thank god for those guys and the weird thing about records though is that that can still happen Mm-hmm. You know, it's not it's not going to be the same as hearing the Velvet Underground for the yeah. first time and and realizing that they're not even together anymore. <laughs> right. You know, right. I wonder if it's the same now um, because you have everything you have access to everything in a few clicks. I well, mean, I, I still I, feel like yeah. people need curators in a way. Oh no, absolutely. Yeah, but, but like I tried to. Well, I've been I'm back in the record hole, like you know any other relatively. Uh, 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 with it, dude. I don't know. If I was going to say <laughs> nostalgic old man, but I'll take with you're it, only, dude. You're, you're only fifty four, Mark. I know, but I remember records. Yeah, you, you know, like there's a lot of people that like they they don't have any nostalgic rec- recollection of records. Right. They don't yeah, fucking yeah. care. Yeah, yeah, they had twelve records and then CDs right. happened. Yeah, but I had records and they were important and they were part of my early childhood. So, so I'm back in that hole. What was so, your first record? <clears throat> Oddly, I think like when I was really young, like when I was like five or six, I think it might have been a Bobby Sherman record. Wow. Like, uh, and I I got it. Yeah, I found that record. I yeah. have that. It has a song <laughs> on there called "Hey Little Woman." It's a yeah, Bobby yeah. Sherman record. It was like he was a teen idol, I guess. Hey, he's just saying hey. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> I had two Bobby Sherman records, but then somehow, like there was a box box of cassettes. Yeah, like in night, like when I was like eight or nine, had to. Uh, Johnny Quentin live uh, Johnny Cash live at San Quentin. Oh wow! It had Cosmos Factory. Really? Yeah, it, they were my parents. Had Bobby Gentry's greatest hits. Oh wow! This is cassettes, and then it had like uh, like a Perry Como record. I don't know. How <laughs> and I think God didn't make little green apples. It was a cover that you did. <laughs> but it had Ode to Billy Joe, a Boy Named Sue. Yeah. And uh, up around the bend, all in those, the same box. Those three songs on those cassettes, because I had the recorded. But like yeah. those three songs were fairly important. Yeah, to me, a, that music. If you hit it, if it hits you at the right time, yeah. will will burn a hole that will not heal. I still exactly. <laughs> thank God, I love that opening riff on that I Korean know. song. And I, I had the Beatles' second good. album, and then I had Sounds a mountain, good. mountain, a mountain album. Oh, which one? It was like uh, oh, sitting on the rainbow. No, it's it was it might have been a greatest hits, whatever that meant for their three records. <laughs> I was I was obsessed they with the band. They were great, man. They were. I don't know, know why Mountain, but I had it. I, I loved the song "Roll Over <clears throat> Beethoven," and they covered it. That's a good one. Yeah, it's funny how like I hear that music and it sounds so much more heavy than like some of this uh, heavy metal these yeah. days or something, where it's gotten sort of like uh-huh. operatic or or not not it sounds or like noodley. opera. Not that it sounds like opera, but but. It's gotten grandiose in sure. this way. Yeah, and they're and more complicated, not necessarily blues-based orchestrations. Yeah. You know, yeah, not just yeah. a few guys right. you know, doing the heavy riffs. Right. 
<laughs> simple. Yeah, there's some power noodling and some strange chord structures going yeah. on that don't lock in <laughs> to the towny rock brain. <laughs> <laughs> For me, anyways, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I try. It took me. I didn't get hip to Sabbath till like three years ago. Come on, get out of here. I didn't listen to him when I was a kid, really. Why, because you were scared? No, I just was like, I don't know. I got to listen to Zeppelin, yeah. you know, but I didn't have friends that were Sabbath guys. You know, really? they, yeah, I mean, the guys, I listened to ACDC. There was some Rush involved, which I didn't love. Ted Nugent was around, but Sabbath. But Sabbath sat outside the, the class. I don't know why. I had one guy who was into Zappa and the cars. I was at a weird, uh, in high school, the weird time where New Wave was happening. Yeah. So the old guard held strong, but then all of a sudden, you know, here come the cars. Right. You know, hey, there's Tom Petty. What's happening? You know right. what I mean? It's like a little throw some herbs on that old salad, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And somehow Sabbath got left out. I don't know that why. That seems strange because, yeah, they, it does they definitely strange. had friends in the room. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I don't know how I missed it. <laughs> Well, I I'm, glad, I'm glad that you that you solved oh, that yeah. problem that you had. Yeah, I had to go out and do it as a, a man in his late forties. What? What is this Sabbath Volume Four? <laughs> does any? Why does, isn't three good enough? Yeah. <laughs> do other people know about this? <laughs> Just keeps going. <laughs> this is amazing. Well, you know what? That's pretty cool, though. I I wish I know. that I had like come up upon that a little bit later and just had this beautiful broad continent to like discover oh yeah as a a grown-up it's a big that's an adventure to go on and it's good because it's like it's so intimate and it's it's kind of heavy but it's intimate you know it's not overwhelming you know what i mean it's like there's some good music there and sabbath is not quite you're not angry of it i i was angry i i think i was more uh driven to define myself than angry i was probably angry i got angry later but Mm. when i was in high school i was more lost yeah and I, I I recognize that in myself too. Yeah, I wasn't particularly mad. Yeah, I was just sort of like, where do I fit in? Yeah, what is this all about? What? Am, <laughs> yeah. when are they going to figure out that I don't know what is going on? <laughs> yeah, what, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> when did yeah. you sort of drift towards art? I was always into art. I just, you know, the southeast is not a burgeoning, you know cradle for the arts <laughs> <laughs> really it just wasn't a f- super nurturing place i mean you know i never felt like i was and my folks were really supportive too yeah i mean they didn't understand but they were really supportive they were you know well that's what you want to do give it a shot luckily we got your sister who's good at math and <laughs> it might you know? might do something stable yeah yeah, yeah. so i never i never felt um, like it's something i shouldn't be doing i just didn't it didn't you know you just felt like sort of an oddball Right. I mean, there was like there was an art department kids where I yeah. or, or, where I went, but like I was hanging around the university. My mom was a painter, you know, so like it was around. But in high school, it was still sort of like I don't know. You know, I graduated in eighty one. You know, there were there weren't that many punks around. There weren't that. You know, yeah. there were some. There were those, always those stoners that drew things. Where'd you go? Where? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were holding up the art end of things. <laughs> they got really good at pentagrams. Yeah, yeah. Whatever and, it was. And, you know, a lot of detail. And the detail in the joint. Yeah. And the smoke. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I, went, I grew up in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Oh, right. But I was into photography. Like, they built this amazing dark room, this amazing facility at my high school for, out of nowhere. 
yeah. like a full-on professional darkroom. So my junior and senior year, I kind of laid into it. That's super Taking cool. pictures, developing the film, doing that business. Yeah, that's all lost. People don't... That's considered like a really strange, vintagey, yeah, it's, eccentric thing to do. It's now. hard to wrap your brain around too. Like it was, I think it was a built-in, you know, barrier to just anybody doing that particular yeah. art form. Yeah, definitely. it was sort of necessary because it was like chemistry. Definitely weeded them out. <laughs> yeah, it's like because uh, you could fuck up at so many levels. Yeah, because you got to wrap way, your though. negatives around that reel. Yeah, you know, before you put it in the tank to develop it, everything oh, could go man. wrong at the wrapping. You're giving me like the worst flashbacks now. <laughs> like the bag, re- reliving all these. The days. bag with the wheel, and you yeah. got to pop the canister of film open and thread it right so they don't like touch each other. Yeah, I'm reliving all these things that I had put in a very safe, dark place. <laughs> <laughs> the ruined rolls of film with just blotches on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you I, caught the tail end of that. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was into it uh, early 90s. I was in art school, so it was still big and proud and strong. Not until, you know, 10 years after that, just, man, a puff of smoke. Gone. Like, I saw a movie the other day where it had a woman developing film in a darkroom in a modern movie. Right. She's a photographer. She's working in a darkroom. And I'm like, she wouldn't be doing that. (laughs) Who would do that now? (laughs) (laughs) All the younger people are, like, looking at each other confused. What's What's happening? She pulls out a a a roll of film out of her bag. And I'm like, you wouldn't. No one has that anymore. It's crazy. (laughs) It's one of those old scripts has been banging around hollywood they just forgot right. to update well, well that director wanted that 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 shot of like the image coming to you know in the in the liquid you know yeah. like oh here it comes look at that <laughs> the reveal i love those uh some some movies have like these little little bits that are just so specific to some technology that happened at the time like <laughs> yeah. these like cell phone movies that oh, are yeah. just gonna be like oh yeah the big cell phones <laughs> yeah the big cell phones or even oh, yeah. like one what was that scorsese movie the remake that he did not long ago the departed where oh, there's yeah. like the big deal was like the cell phone oh yeah it's yeah. like this whole movie around like how they use their cell phone yeah yeah at that time those are going to be period pieces <laughs> yeah. like you know what I mean? <laughs> they're going to be looking at that and dinosaur bones oh yeah yeah yeah, and just like it's almost like, everything. Look at these strange objects we yeah. can only understand through. Yeah, back before we were paralyzed by, <laughs> you know, convenience. Now we don't need to do anything. <laughs> but uh all right, so but in high school did, were you doing what were you doing? Were you drawing things? Yeah, I was way you know, that's how I spent my time, uh listening to records and drawing. I was way into comic books. Yeah. Um Oh really? Comic yeah, book guy. Comic books and art, um, yeah, just kind of. Yeah, know, I was game for all. Which that comic stuff. books? Like classic yeah. ones or yeah. off the grid ones? All of the stuff. Oh, really? Um, comic yeah. book guy, huh? I didn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have pegged you for that. It's all right. Thanks. <laughs> 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 Comics are great. I think that's how I ended up in film school. Actually, we're just sort of learning how to tell a story. Like, uh, yeah, I I film. like them. Yeah, it was but just I all... never went all in. Like there was a period there oh, for like about a the... year. Uh, you know, I mean, I can't, I was way into it. Yeah. I think it was mostly because I like to draw and I like stories and, I mean, you know, superhero, you know, who cares? Yeah. He's got laser beams and, sure. you know, any kid likes They work stuff, for but me. But it wasn't like a, yeah. there was definitely some later on you didn't have that a, I thought were cool, you know, as far as just, yeah. you know, graphic novels and things yeah. that I stayed into. But yeah, that kind of played itself out too once I got into 
movie. I think I think I kind of lost it on the like the photography and movie bug. You lost the comic thing, but like yeah, some people can't really plot. engage with comics. Like I can totally do it. It's a weird sort of thing to to follow comics. Like because yeah. you don't. I don't. So an expensive fucking hobby undertaking yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff to keep up with are you one of those guys with a weekly dude at the every (laughs) month you go get your bag at the store (laughs) the guy would be like here you go here's your 30 titles for the month first one's free (laughs) exactly (laughs) you'll be back yeah (laughs) subscriber at the comic book store so you're doing your comic books and you're drawing shit and then you go to college art school you decide yeah yeah, it seemed like the thing to do. Uh, I didn't know what else I was going to do. <laughs> but you, you you were going to make films? That's what you decided? No, I didn't even know about that. I mean, I, I knew I liked movies. I was just game. What school did you go to? Uh, a, a school called Virginia Commonwealth University in Richmond, VCU. Uh-huh. Um, Richmond, yeah. Yeah, that was a big deal at the time. It's a, it's still a really great art school. It's yeah. a huge art school. Yeah. So you get there um, and are you like like what the fuck did I do? Well, or? I, <laughs> no, I was kind of scared. Yeah. Um, you know, just first time away from home and you're surrounded by, you know, you finally feel like you're around your people. Uh-huh. You know, you've met. You know, because art. Yeah. Artsy. Sure. Look at look at all these weirdos <laughs> who have a hard time talking to people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're all together now. Which is super fun. Um. But, uh, yeah, I had no idea what I was going to do. I mean, I still don't know. I'm just still... I think you should going st- you go with the, the musician thing. <laughs> <laughs> sure is fun. <laughs> Why not do that for a while? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, though. It feels that way, though. Like, I don't know. Uh, you know, I just kind of fell into it. Yeah. I, I didn't have... It's that failing forward yeah. thing. I just got lucky were you were you making movies and stuff like well i went to art school thought i was going to be a painter got into photography you were painting yeah Mm -hmm. still do you do the covers of some of the records right some of them Mm -hmm. you do the dog one do the dog one yeah yeah did the dog one you didn't do the embroidery on this one no but i i i told her what to do (laughs) (laughs) i can't sew (laughs) <laughs> no, I found this great um, embroidery artist named Sarah Barnes. There's, she runs a blog about all these different artists that do um, embroidery and art. She, and she did, she did the the new one. Yeah, I just gave her a picture of myself holding the guitar. And yeah, said, it's great. It's a great cover. It'd Thanks. be nice if each album was actually embroidered. Yeah, wouldn't That would have been good. Yeah. Did you do any special <laughs> editions of the embroidered cover? Uh, there's one that has the back. Oh, ri- one. There's one yeah. record? One record. No, it's like the, uh, the, the special edition, the oh. expanded thing. Oh, yeah? For the people who like that kind of stuff. There's one that has like the back and it's all fucked up and looks, looks pretty bizarre. So, all right, so you're painting. Are you a good painter? <laughs> you mean as if when I walk away, the thing is painted? Yeah, like it looks like finished. Like when you say I'm done, can you look at it and go like, that is well, done. I've gotten really good at drawing pentagrams and drawing doobies. <laughs> doobies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. like so detailed. Yeah. No, well, that, you know, it's a great, I just, I, I, that's shepherd, how I like to spend my time. Ever since you still I was paint? a kid. Yeah. I did one this morning. You did? Yeah. In, what, in LA, you bring your easel with you? No, I have a little, a little pad of paper and like, I've, I found these little, um, you know, you could bring watercolors or whatever, just little quick little fun, uh-huh. fun ways to spend the morning. Did you do the cover of Our Endless Number of Days? Yeah. You did that one? 
Yeah. That's nice painting. Thanks. Is it supposed to be you? <laughs> There's a doobie hidden in there somewhere. <laughs> There's a bunch of doobies. <laughs> it's surrounded by green doobies. <laughs> I love how we're saying doobie. <laughs> but what, so where do you start making the music? Like, it, Because you can paint. It's nice to have that skill, a sense of color and a sense of... Um, you know, being able to organize on on art like that, I, I, it's it's great that you can express yourself that way, and you now you can play guitar. But you're you're a pretty good guitar player, so you must have yeah, put some time so. into it. I just, I have a problem. I can only do things that I enjoy, so <laughs> I end up doing them a lot, a lot. Oh, so you really like obsessively the, do them? A little bit, yeah. But, but you know, yeah, I kind of get lost in rabbit holes when sometimes guitar sometimes it's painting um, well with the guitar how'd you learn yourself guitar um patience <laughs> what'd you go but did you look at a book did someone show you did you no i had some it? friends show me a few chords i i kind of just played by ear yeah um my grandma used to uh she played the the piano in church but she didn't know music she uh-huh. just played by ear uh-huh um and she would sing the harmony in church too uh-huh. i love that she I would sing and play yeah. Mm. That takes some doing. You know, just some people got the knack. Uh, but I mean... I, mean, I, I, f- I wish I had taken lessons. I wish I had friends who were more generous in their <laughs> in their chord yeah. tutelage. But um, at the same time, I feel like doing it myself sort of, you know, made it my own thing. I think that's true. I think that, you know, you don't do any excessive noodling. You know, and yeah. you, you don't really pick up the pace too often. <laughs> <laughs> You're not That's like, true. this one's going to, hold on, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is true. I definitely have a, it's more about the long game. It's an endurance. <laughs> yeah, really. yeah. It's an endurance. It's about it's uh, an endurance it's, thing, it's not a, a sprint. Well, it's a, it, 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 there's a tone to it all, you know. To the way you write songs and the way that the music is layered, you know, and even when things get different from record to record when they do, you know, you're you're still anchored in the yeah. your sensibility. Yeah. Like when your first record came out, uh, like, and I'm a huge fan of that record. Thanks, man. I think I, I gave you a lot of money for a song, actually. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> you should call some people. Because, <laughs> uh, no, man, I, I you know, for Was the that end a of- Bitcoin thing? No, <laughs> it was, I don't even know how to work those. But at the end of my series on IFC of Marin, oh, yeah. the last shot, you know, oh, the, that's right. the song I had in mind was Upward Over the Mountain. And so you mentioned that one when we met. I did? Yeah. And, and uh, you know, we, I kept trying to find songs that kind of sounded like that from people that no one knew so we could afford it. <laughs> you know, and it's so, mine's not that expensive, is it? No, but like the, uh, we had no money, you know, uh, so, but like it was one of those things. It was more no, expensive than that. It's the last show of the entire season. And like, you know, and I was like, oh, fuck, I can't even get one song by, you know, I'm, I'm a mid-level guy. <laughs> not, not even a fucking huge rock star. It's not a, it's not a Beatles song. It's a fucking Iron and Wine song. Let's, let's scope around the lower mids. <laughs> I consider myself a mid-level guy. So, but I love that record. I, I love, love the album. I love being in the mids. You can... Yeah, you, know, you got a little more. We go up. 
got yeah. room to go down. And also, you got you room fall, to... You're not falling that far. And you've room to be anonymous. Yeah. It's like uh, I've been talking about it on stage. Like, I'm, I'm at a mid-level celebrity where, like, three guys will walk up to me. One guy will be really excited. <laughs> and then two guys, like, one guy will be like, Mark Marin, And the other two guys will be like, nope, nothing. <laughs> and then I got to... I got to watch the one guy that know me explain to the other two who I am. <laughs> That's always By fun. badly reading my credits. And then... Oh, they whip out their phones. Or they're just sort of like, of you. you never saw... And they're both... The other guys are like, no, I never saw any of it. I'm like, okay, I got to go. <laughs> this just, says you're super famous, man. You got a TV show? Yeah, exactly. But we they let me buy it. They let us get it. Well, it, it, was, it was good. You should make a little money on that. You must make a little money on that. I do all right. On the publishing level, guy, right? <laughs> I swear to God, that wasn't an insult. <laughs> I, you know, I, I had never had any clue what I was that I would. I had, I had no idea what I was getting into. I liked music, and so all of this stuff, people, you sitting here across from you and talking about my music is all gravy to me. Yeah, because you know, I'm doing it. Um, as far as. Uh, you know, we do okay. I'm not like super loaded. I'm not right. Not, make, not yeah, me too. About, You're in a living, about, right? Yeah, not. Yeah, we get to do the art life and mm -hmm. and not have to worry about. I don't know. I just don't. It's it's nice not to have to compromising sweat, too much. Not to compromise and not sweat about when it's going to dry up. Anymore, right. You know, because yeah. I remember that feeling for a long time. Yeah, I still so. get that one. You don't <laughs> get that anymore. Good for you. I guess when you have a beard, you can sort of. <laughs> You kind of, you, I can be in it a while. I'm going to age out. You can get in my beard for a while? No, no. Like, if you have a beard and you're committed to it, which you are, you're like, like I look good at 42. And if I'm 50, this beard's only going to look more wise and interesting. <laughs> and the songs will probably be more reflective and, d and deeper. Perhaps, yeah. Perhaps. You would hope. Perhaps. Someone would hope. Well, you write that very. Someone wants me to stop, huh? Someone, <laughs> someone probably just wants me to stop. There's always those people. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Except Enough. Pick already. up the pace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love your pace, buddy. I didn't. I didn't mean it. I'm just busting on you I, a little bit. You can take it. Right? I, I can take it. I can take it. No, it's fun. I, I'm a fan. It's, I'm it's, a fan. It's fun. I like. Uh, yeah. It's, I don't know. Yeah, I've, I've just recently gotten around to um, not always about to be having a panic panic attack about it disappearing mm. i don't know what what yeah what, what that is i think it's just sort of accepting relink, <laughs> relenting to yeah people liking it <laughs> right right or to know that yeah yeah i mean it's a weird thing you, you do have to go out and do the troubadour business yeah but i like it yeah i like playing yeah out uh, you know i like playing shows but i just recently i think it's just because it hasn't gone away and i haven't really been making big splashes anywhere you know just sort of keep doing my thing and right enough people come to listen enough people chime in and say that's cool yeah um, but you're kind of dug in i mean you know you like i said you know there's no one really like you and like but you know that was what i was going to say though the first album comes out and it's iron and wine and i'm like who's iron and wine and then like <laughs> someone like said like it's just this guy <laughs> it's like a guy why is it called iron and wine if it's just a guy was there is there more of them? No, it's mostly just the one guy. Why is he calling himself Iron and White? It's a real, it's a real problem. So confusing. For me. <laughs> like for the first record, I was like, "There's got to be more to it than this." <laughs> there doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> where, but where? How'd you get from painting to this record? Where did this record happen? The first record. Uh, 
I just was doing it in my spare time, you know. You end up in Virginia? No, this was a while later. Um, I went to a film school in Florida. Ah, so you locked into the film thing. I locked into the film thing. Yeah. I was like way into it. Did uh, you make any films? I made a bunch of student films and some music videos and stuff. I mean, I worked on a bunch, but yeah. never really... Big films know. or just... Yeah. The biggest one was this... Um, I was a scab electrician on the um, the Patriot. You remember that Mel Gibson Yeah, movie? yeah, yeah. That was that was interesting. Where'd you shoot? Um, was that shot down in, that was south, in, in south somewhere, huh? Yeah, South Carolina. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I was in Miami doing lots of commercials and movies and oh, really? Like that. Yeah, but you know, production stuff. Yeah. Um, and doing music in my spare time. That's where you were headed. I was doing it, man. I was all in. You wanted and to be then, a director, and then I wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought I wanted to be a director. Everybody who huh. gets into movies thinks they want to be a director. Were you writing movies? I started working. I started writing a bunch. Yeah. And never finished any. Uh, <laughs> It's and easy the to start them. It's hard to finish them. Yeah, songs, no, are, songs are shorter. Very, <laughs> and very, very much shorter, <laughs> and they can have a longer impact sometimes. Sometimes, yeah, you know, sometimes. Oh man, you think like you think of some dudes that have ninety records out, but you only know two of their songs, and then you realize like it was worth it for those two. Do you know oh, what I mean? Definitely, definitely. Like, it's kind of fascinating. It took me a long time to come around to that. Like that one song, that's yeah. the magic one. Yeah. And that magic's not going away. It's never going to go away. Yeah. No. Even I if think you're always working on that song. You're always working towards. Yeah. Like you never. It's not like a thing where like that's the only song I have. Right. And I just laid it on the table and now I'm done. Right. No. You always got a bunch you're of songs. Working. But there's some people, and, and I think you're one of those people where the songs are sort of, kind of like they're gems. They're kind of precious things. Like I, I've talked to John Prine. Mm. Mm. I just saw him the other day. Oh yeah, I'd never seen him play. It was so good, so good, right? Yeah, loved it, right? It's funny, so funny, yeah, but but also just beautiful, yeah, like in just a wonderful conversational yeah. way. Yeah, um, his show, you mean? How he talks to the audience and stuff? Yeah, but even his songs, they're just yeah, they're like the opposite of of. Um, of uh, Jimmy Buffett songs, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I only know. I I only know of one or two Jimmy Buffett songs. You know, I mean, just sort of giving a nod and, and or winking and saying like it's supposed to be funny, but but at the same time, it's it's really clever and yeah, clever. Also some sweet. of them heavy. You know, like yeah. real broken hearted shit, man. Mm -hmm. Angel from Montgomery. Oof. That was pretty good. Whoa. Like if if all he did was that, we'd yeah. be all set. And, and yeah. Sam Stone, Sam Stone, Angel from Montgomery, You're pretty good, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> but but I remember that the first record, it was the lo-fi. You know, you kind of kind of got timed it right about the sound. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, because I love like I like a lot of your records. I mean, I'm not you know I'm not I'm not being a man. dick. Sure. I want I want to talk to you. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I just think you're you're a good audience, so I can get some laughs. You know? <laughs> I like people that can take a hit with a laugh. <laughs> oh, I can't take it too seriously. <laughs> it's only life. <laughs> well, I'm not being that, that hard on you. No, but, you're not. Uh, but yeah, like that record, like that's one of those songs of Upward Over the Mountain. Like I listen to that pretty regularly. You mentioned that when we met the first time. I did. I'm yeah. like obsessed with that song. Yeah, no, I mean, but I love that. I mean, what, what else does an artist want but for someone to say, you know, you did this thing and... 
yeah. and I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, and like I listen to it, it moves me every time. I don't even know what it means. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> what you guys mean, <laughs> but like I know, like I have feelings about that thing, <laughs> that vague <laughs> story in that in yeah. that thing. That one's about mom. That it is about, about mamas. Yeah, everybody's got mamas. But do you, when you write songs, do you aware what it's about, or do you just get lines? Uh, you know, they're all different. Some of yeah. them are more specific than others. Uh, some of them, they require less than others. You know, some of them right. want to be explained, and some right. of them enjoy being a mystery. Right. I sort of try to be open to what whatever what happens, for, what it, yeah. letting it happen. Yeah, that one was pretty much specifically about like a mom, or uh, no, about a the narrator's talking to his own mother. Right. Saying. Yeah, and I got that. We're about, hey, you know, life is about us always losing, and let's just hope that sometimes we'll have hope that it'll win, <laughs> or we'll yeah, win. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, because, you know, that's the relationship with the mom and their children. They're, you know, it's always releasing, always yeah. losing. And so... um that's what that one's about, and that's pretty specific. Some yeah. of them are less so. Yeah. I mean, I think I I try to treat them like poems, and some poems end up being about. You never know when you're getting into it. No, you, you know, don't. Like I'm gonna sit down and compose this thing about the complex relationship between mothers and sons. I mean, you just sort of get into it, and the lines start coming, and then you start to realize, oh, that's what it's about. And right. Hopefully, walk away then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Instead yeah. of developing it too Start, much. Stop cutting and pasting. Keep yeah. it on the pad. Yeah. Because I've written some poetry, and you know, and I used to be into it, and it just comes. But it seems like you know, when a story happens, it takes a lot to be confident in story. You know, mm. poetry story. You yeah. know, you know what I mean? Like totally. So if it's vague and weird, and it rhymes, and like you got some good images, like that's good enough. It takes a lot of confidence, regardless. Yeah. I mean, just to put your stuff on a piece of paper and, uh -huh. and put it out there. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's really, because yeah. you're just reaching around in the fog. There's <laughs> it, no like, yeah. you just sort of get used to it. Right. You know it's true, mean? man. Um, yeah. And w every now and then you reach into the fog and you pull back something that you wouldn't have recognized, but you think it's kind of fun and you, and you get accustomed and enjoying reaching into the fog and seeing what comes back. That, well, that that's the whole thing. thing. Yeah, yeah. That mo like you don't know where it comes from. No, no. <laughs> you know, no. it's kind of fascinating. Yeah. I mean, I do it with jokes, mm. and I do it, you know, not so much in writing, but in performing them, in yeah. letting things happen on stage. Mm -hmm. You know, where you're just sort of like, this, this got to get funnier, and I'm, nothing I'm going to do. I can only wait. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it'll be delivered one day. Yeah. You know, I can't nothing. I can't force it. Yeah. You know, I can make have some ideas. Mm-hmm. But it's the same when you write something where, you know, when a song resolves itself, I imagine it's pretty exciting. It is fun. Um, I just I just like making things. And I think I'm getting less and less. I, I think I'm liking it more and more. I'm getting less and less worried about what it what it should be or what it yeah. might, might be. I just let it happen. And, yeah. And you're putting it down. And, you know, the the songs sound great. And there's like, you know, it, there it, there's some hints of... Uh, you know the the type of singing and playing that you do and the harmonies and stuff. It's got it's a very earthy thing, you know. It's got a lot of uh, foundation and like even like like you know Crosby, Stills and Nash and stuff like that, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. You for know, sure. like that kind of that that zone, mm -hmm. which is kind of a magic place because you can get heavy, you can get light, <laughs> and you know, and 
You know, you got the delivery system. Yeah. Slow. Yeah, not too fast, though. <laughs> not too fast. I think, like, you got kind of fast on... Wasn't Ghost on Ghost the one where it's like, let's get some horns in here? Was there yeah. horns? Horns don't like to go slow. Huh? Horns don't like to go no. slow. But you had some horns slow. on there? Am I wrong? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. There's, there's, there's like yeah, two whole or three. orchestra, right? A whole yeah. bunch of them. Yeah. That was a big deal, right? It was fun. But yeah. I'd Whose idea them. was that? I think it was mine. Yeah. <laughs> I just love that music. I love R&B music. Yeah. Um, and I love jazz. You know, it's fun to try to... But that was a big departure, that record, for you. No. I don't know. I mean, I mean, I think if you looked at the first one and then you listened to that one, yeah, yeah they're sure. like significantly okay. different. But right. if you like just sort of followed the footsteps... It's there. Yeah. We're all, I, I wait, it was like, all headed towards that. Yeah. I, I always... Yeah, I've I've definitely heard people say that, but I I I've always felt like each one answered the one before. Sure. It. Yeah. Yeah. Pushed yeah. you a little further into the fog. Yeah. I mean, it might not have been. Maybe just I on a production like, level. For sure. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. a different kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. It was a bigger. Yeah. Just lots of musicians and this complicated thing happening. But um, I always felt like each one kind of just took a little a few more steps past where the last one went yeah and they might not have always been the steps that other people wanted me to take sure well some people <laughs> just want to time. stay the same <laughs> yeah that's hard yeah not for some people <laughs> so especially people make a lot of money on that first one they're like yeah. can you do four of those sure sure no problem <laughs> then i'll just only do, four yeah <laughs> I'll just keep making them as long as until it gets sad keep yeah. making them until it gets sad but yeah. the, like, and also I listened to, they sent me that stuff you did with Ben. Uh, oh, right. Uh, Bridwell. Yeah, me and Ben. That was He's fun. a friend of yours? We grew up in the same town. Yeah, we were roommates. Because like that, so that, that band, like they did a record where like I was, I thought it was amazing. It and I'm trying was. to remember what, Cease to Begin. Yeah, that's a good one. I listened to the I listened to the shit out of that record. You should have, right? It's a good one. And then, like I did, then I didn't get any more. There's a lot of music out there, man. I mean, I got to be honest. I'm blown away when people are along for the ride. I mean, I've been doing it for like 15 years, and yeah. I can't I can't think of a band that I listened to that I've stayed with for 15 years besides like the Beatles or something. Right, where you, you just know? sort of like yeah. A lot of times they yeah. put out records. You're like, I didn't know they had a record out. Totally. I'm worried it's going to happen to me. Like, I'm just going to, like, put up one out and I didn't even know it. No. <laughs> like, did that come out? I mean, but that's a lot. There's so much music. And who's this Jessica Hoop? Jess. Jess. great. She's no, I know. It's great. Singer. I listened to that record, too, and I yeah. didn't know about her. I didn't know about her either until I did. <laughs> right. What's her story? Uh, she was actually from here. She played the Hotel Cafe a bunch. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, a minute ago. Um, Interesting. She's a singer and guitar player and songwriter. Mm-hmm. Super talented. Yeah, yeah. Um, Interesting I, person. You could say that. You could say that. Um, Always I, looks uh, different. Yeah, she's into the, the theatrics of it, which mm-hmm. I think is really fun. Um, now, I was looking for someone to do a duets record for a long time, and I, because I always like that format. Yeah, um, it's pretty. I talked to um, Annie from St. Vincent, a couple of times when uh-huh. I talked about it, you know, and just, but never, nothing ever stuck. And the one with Jess was the one that stuck. It's funny with Annie, cause she's like, does this very sp- specific sort of thing sometimes musically, mm-hmm. but she comes from hippie shit. 
Yeah, totally, <laughs> totally. <laughs> you gotta, she's you got, she's to, just got nicer shoes. Yeah, you're going to try to drag her back into the hippie you know, for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her, her uh, was it her uncle was a wizard, right? A guitar player. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I never heard it uh, of uh, Jessica. Is that Jessica? Yeah, I think you know. There's, I you meet so many people like that. They're so talented, and for some reason, the stars just didn't align. They didn't, you know, didn't make didn't make connections with the people that they should have. I, but I think her writing was, she's great. Do you tour with her too? Great. Right? We did. Yeah, we're all done with that now. Oh, was it fun? Yeah. Super fun. You it was. It, were you doing your own shit and the shit with her, or were you just touring the, the uh, duet thing? Well, we did the duet thing, but we would also play our own songs. Oh, that's songs, good. People you know, enjoy it? Mix it up. Yeah. Well, we did a thing where she picked my songs to play and I picked her songs to play. So, uh-huh. you know, just try to make a team effort of it. And when you got when you go out, what 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 like what do you think what size venues you do usually? You know, it depends on the band. It depends on what what well, it depends on how many people we think will come. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's also, what I mean. Like I'm curious also, like where uh, where's your biggest draw usually where's our draw yeah where's your big uh, what are your good cities well albuquerque is pretty no I, I, is it i do love playing there yeah um la we do fine you know the big cities yeah college towns sure um certain pockets have always been but the pacific northwest has always been kind yeah. to us yeah and, oh, that's good um Minneapolis for yeah some Minneapolis is great yeah I just shot a special in Minneapolis it's, it's great a great place great city I love it there so Beast Epic is uh, the new record and I enjoyed that record I've only given it one or two listens <laughs> I need to listen some more yeah you do um, it seems let's that let's listen to it now you want to go listen to it now what's different about this record is it the first record that you had pedal steel on no <laughs> <laughs> it's not <laughs> but like this <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of textures on the record yeah well what do you think what, yeah. like like after like the 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 other one the r&b record this is right. not an r&b record no it's not although you know they're all r&b records in a way come on i know what you're saying <laughs> but what do you make of this record like how is it different uh, it's for a bit you? more introspective it's a bit more i don't know the other ones the last few i mean i spent a lot i always spend a lot of time on the lyrics but i feel like the sonic handshake that was made was more of a music i was more interested in the music than actually communicating a certain type of song Mm -hmm. so these songs seemed like they were more introspective songs they're more singer songwriter kind of songs Uh and so finger songwriter songs (laughs) finger Uh, so uh so the the lyrics are more like higher in the mix, you know. Uh-huh. They're more uh-huh. their songs to be sort of absorbed in a different way. And when you were writing, the, how long did they take you to put the the writing together? When did you have it? Um, Is this like years work? Things sitting around for like oh, yeah. some of them. I think no. I think these are mostly. I usually have a bunch of like older ones laying around. They end up on there, but I think these are mostly newer. Uh huh. These are more reflective, huh? Recent ones, yeah. Getting older. Uh huh. Kids kids how old's your oldest kid 19 what yeah she just went to college this year oh i know was that weird it wasn't not weird (laughs) painful (laughs) uh it's painful in a way but she's really happy so it makes it easy yeah and then the other ones just tear down from there what's the youngest one 
She's seven. Oh my god. Yeah. It's never gonna stop, dude. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what this record's about. <laughs> In fact, I think I just renamed it. It's never gonna stop, dude. <laughs> the new reflective record by Iron and Wine. Uh, all right, buddy. Well, thanks for talking, man. <laughs> it's been a lot of fun, man. Oh man, I love that guy. Sweet guy. I, I felt like I was just trying to get him going. I felt like I was trying to, like, he, I felt like he's a good audience. I felt like I wanted to entertain Sam Beam and his beard. I did. I love that guy. I like people from the South. Uh, is that is that being racist to say that I like people from the South? I think it's being unusual. <laughs> That's mean. No, I, I, he's a real Southern gentleman, that guy. Seems like it to me. All right, I can't play guitar today. I got I have to go. I got to be on set in 10 minutes. And my car has a flat tire. And I don't have it. So now I got to wait for Transpo to pick me up and this is probably oh the van is outside uh come on over okay so let me say uh okay two minutes um I don't need two minutes to say this Boomer lives!